I'm hearing that for the first time, by the way. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> uh, it would be my uh, insert for free HelloFresh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the different variations of bands we've had. Like, first the Dr. Yeah. Seuss book. Truly. Yeah, and the then Dr. Instacart. Seuss. We've had that. We've had Instacart. We've had HelloFresh. We've got my wallet that has made several appearances. Um, well, that works, though. You know, but you know what the fun thing is? I have a fan in the mail, so shortly I will be fanning it just like everyone else does. Yes. One of us. One of one us. Of us. Shout outs to Dirt Squirrel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I told you about that. Yeah. You did. Anyways, welcome to the cup refill, the currently unnamed podcast. Uh, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the real and the tea in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I am Brandon, your professional fangirl of Concert Dragon video games. Not just to, not to say something gay. <laughs> gay. gay. <laughs> Logan's going to come for me. <laughs> it's okay. I did it first. That's fine. Um, as always, I'm drinking water because what? Hydration is important. Uh, and it's, Brooke, your favorite hot mess. I don't know. Regardless, uh... I am just so happy to gush about how much I love Crop of Modern all over again, so that's why I'm here today. Uh, and we're talking about America's Best Dance Crew Season 1, Episode 2. Uh, and unlike Tycho from Fish and Chicks, I'm going to be hydrated. Yes. Um, what, what's that cup? Oh, it is a Taco Bell cup. Work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought, okay, the way you said like you were a hot mess, but I thought you were a person who played way too much Smash Bros. See, I am, but I'm changing the intro. We're, we're workshopping some stuff. Oh, um, yeah. okay. See, the UK one is easy, because all I have to do for UK is your favorite UK, hon, but UK stands for insert U word, insert K word every week, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure one out for ABDC, but regardless, we're talking about season one of America's Best Dance Cure again today. Uh, we saw that you guys really enjoyed the premiere episode. We got some pretty good clicks for an unannounced episode, so I'm happy about that. Um... And now we're talking about episode two, which is just as big of a hot mess as the first episode. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> hot mess indeed. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so when I watched these back, because, like, um, of course, it's, like, one of the, like, late 2000s, um, 2010s of it all, like, of the whole, mm -hmm. like, reality TV, like, competition of, like, if you did really good one week, um, it kind of determines the order of this week. And yeah. it really kind of showed this week. Well, because this week, right? If I was going to, like, arrange the crews in order of, like, my preference outside of the uh, final group in the top four, which we're going to get to, um, <laughs> this would have been my top three in order, first, second, third from week one. So, I, like... Love them all, right? Then you look at the bottom four. Personally, I don't agree with one of those crews being in the bottom four. We'll talk about it. Um, quite frankly, I don't really agree with two of them being in the bottom four. But one of them had to be by default. So it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, we're down to eight crews. In case you missed the last episode and you don't feel like going to watch the first episode, uh, we said goodbye to Enigma. The true Enigma is how they got cast on the show. And we are now into the top eight. Um, and for some reason, Iconic was in the bottom last week. Still very... What? Why? Why? <laughs> you had Breakskate sitting right there. You had Fim5 sitting right there. <laughs> Damn oh, it. Lord. You know I'm right, Brandon. You yes, know I'm you, right. Yes, you are right. <laughs> um, so let me ask you, Brandon. Let's say Enigma goes home, right, which they did, okay? Was this your the bottom two this week, which we're not gonna say who it is yet, was this your bottom two? In a way, okay, like I I, tr- I try to judge this like objectively as possible because like it's also been a while, but also like I don't remember like again, I only watch brief clips of this because I only like watch clips of the winner of the yes. season. I'm not gonna say who, obviously. Mm-hmm. So however, um when it comes to the bottom two this week, um I felt like it was um one was right, one was wrong. I agree completely across the board. Um it's not even one of those one was right and one was like bottom three. For me, the other group in the bottom two wasn't even in my bottom three. So no, literally. Yeah, like I'm we'll talk about it. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah, so we have eight crews. Uh this week is the music video challenge. So uh, what they are given, they get given a song that comes with an accompanying video and they have to replicate some part of the video in their routine to varying degrees of success. <laughs> and this is actually one of my favorite challenges they ever did on America's Best Dance Crew because if it was consistently given out properly where crews were given songs that were like kind of even across the board, this is not one of those examples, <laughs> but um, because they did this a few more times, and when they gave out everybody a song that was like on the same level of playing field, it felt earned. Like it felt like a good challenge. Whereas this time, one of the groups got "You Can't Touch This" by MC Hammer. <laughs> one of the groups got "Hey Mama" by the Black Eyed Peas, which is a choice. Uh, um, choices, and I mean low-key, we also got two Chris Brown songs. So, I mean... And also, to be clear, before you come for ABDC, this is before Chris Brown was a swear word. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, the, the two songs they chose for Chris Brown was actually, like, what I would have chose, so... At the time, for sure. At the time, yes. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, honestly, none of the modern songs that had came out in, like, the last four years I really disagreed with but, like, you throw an MC Hammer here when pretty much everybody else gets hip-hop to R&B, and then one group gets pop, but that's their style. Like, ugh. <laughs> Is it typecasting? Unfortunately. Yeah. All right, so are we ready to get into these uh, performances this hmm. week, Brandon? Yes, I'm ready. All right, so now that we actually have votes from the public... As a friendly reminder, this was a show that was voted on by the public. Um, so the way they run it is they pick two of the eight crews and they say one is in the top four, one is in the bottom four. And then the crew that is in the top four performs because they're safe. 
Well, that's really complicated to explain in a podcast format. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell you the four crews that are in the top four, uh, talk about their performances, and then go into the bottom four afterwards. Awesome. Yeah, so um, I I saw the performance order because that's how it came in with the playlist. So top four were Kaba Modern, Live in Color, Java Walkies, and Breakskate? Well, okay, to be clear... Kava Modern, Levin Color, Jabberwockies, fine. No issue whatsoever. All three of those crew. That was my top three from the first week. Um, okay, maybe not Jabberwockies. Maybe they would have been four for me, but for sure Kava and uh, Levin Color would have been one and two. How the hell is Brickskate not only safe, but in the top four? How? I mean, we, we did watch um, from last week. They were a fan favorite um, in the audience, so... I can't fault them for that. I'm not going to fault the crew for being safe. I blame America for making them safe. <laughs> yeah, that um, Yeah. Yeah, that um, Because, like, I don't know, we talked about it before with, like, gimmick crews. We talked about it on the first episode. And for whatever reason, gimmick crews typically go pretty okay in the in the show for the most part, outside of one from later on down the road. And... For whatever reason, Brickskate just appealed to the people, so whatever. But the bottom four is half a choice, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Fem 5, I get it. Makes perfect sense. Iconic, I love them, but sure, I can see the argument. Fish and Chicks, even. I don't agree, but I get it. Status Quo in the bottom four... No. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> I was very confused because I really thought that it was like, if I had to pick, obviously, um, mm-hmm. Break Skate status quo would have been switched. For sure. And I mean, honestly, for me, I could even hear an argument for somebody saying they would have swapped Fish and Chicks and Jabberwockies. But I can I actually see, see the that. argument. Yeah, I can see, I the, can argument. see the argument. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. to be clear. My bottom two was Break Skate and Fem 5. So for me, this made no sense. Brandon, was that your bottom two as well? Yes, it also was. Yes. So, Lord. And this is yet another example of the whack uh, results that came from season one of America's Dance Crew, everybody. I mean, okay. Like, again, first season, like, what can you do? Because, like, I think, again, this was, like, their pilot season. So they were, like, still trying to test the waters. And then, obviously, once season two came around, they were able to improve from what happened from season one. So Yeah. Uh, But regardless, uh, we got to talk about our top four performances first, and then we'll say who's in the bottom two out of our bottom four crews this week. Yes. So first up, we had Cobb Modern. Uh, they were given wall to wall by Chris Brown, very much out of their comfort zone. Um, Brandon, when you saw that, did you think they were going to murder it or like what? I don't know because after the first week, we saw how how high they set the bar, mm-hmm. and coming into this week, like they were clearly like going to try to like do something different with what like with this um, choreography. Mm-hmm. Though I will say, like, um, I won't say they were gonna murder it. I thought they're, I knew they were gonna do a good job. I just didn't know like how they were gonna execute it, mm-hmm. and they did a really solid job. 
like I don't think they were going to murder it, but I think they were going to do good. I will once again reiterate, Quava Modern is one of my favorite crews in the entire running of the show from all eight seasons. Uh, so bear in mind that any comments I make about them will be biased. Uh, this was my favorite performance of the week. Second favorite performance of the week. One I liked better. Um, I I really just thought it was interesting because they actually did the challenge and they mm-hmm. actually used the choreography from the video. And I know you're thinking... But Brooke, that's literally the challenge. Yeah, tell that to break skate. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Call of Modern did great. I love them with every fiber of my being. Um, judges agreed, so I don't have to get mad at them at all. I mean, like, of course, their minor critiques of like them being a little sloppy. It wasn't even noticeable, if I'll be honest. Okay, sloppy. We'll talk about later in about three performances. Um, <laughs> to me, it's kind of like saying, like, they're trying to find a nitpick here, yeah. right? It's very hard to nitpick something that really didn't have any faults in it. Um, because the, the thing about Copa Modern is they're always engaging. And I think that's something that really transfers well, even from, you know, 15 years ago, is that they always find a way to captivate their audience consistently. And that's why I've always been a huge fan of theirs. Even if the song wasn't really up their alley for the most part, I still think they did a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, um, I was very impressed because, like, like you said, I was like, they did the exactly to what the challenge is, is they do the choreography from the music um, video. Can we get the drag race she did what needed to be done? Popped up yes. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I actually love that. Um, because they did. They did what needed to be done <laughs> um they literally did the challenge they performed fantastically and they didn't let the challenge impede them and when you look at like half of the performances this week that is not something we can say across the board um so yeah they were great big fan no that's a fair argument because like i was like of this week like this was like again common modern has been like I would not not surprising, but obviously because like been like one of my favorites like of this entire like season already. So mm-hmm. big fan, huge fan. So next up, we got Live in Color. Uh, as a friendly reminder, Live in Color is from Miami, Florida. We didn't mention it earlier. A couple models from California, um, but um, Live in Color is from Miami. Uh, they were really great last week. They were the safe crew in Group One, which was definitely the stacked group. Um, and they get given Hey Mama by the Black Eyed Peas. <sighs> oh, no. I mean, okay, we touched on it a little bit in the first episode. This is yet another example of them putting Live in Color into, like, a racial stereotype box. Um, this will happen again in episode three. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say that now. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> It, it's actually arguably even worse than episode three. Um, yeah, right, right. Um, so, the, remember, the challenge of the week is they have to imitate the music video, okay? Remember that in about two seconds when we talk about the judges, okay? So, they did their job. They did what needed to be done, okay? They imitated the video. They matched the tempo of the song, which was kind of off for them, but they still did a really good job across the board. And then they're like, oh, 
we're tired of the booty shaking. Y'all need to do something else. Brandon, please explain to these people what was in that music video. Booty shaking. <laughs> I swear to God. Because, okay, because... Now, I will say this. Um, I'm already forgetting the, the middle judge's name. Lil Mama? Lil Mama, yeah. Lil yeah. Mama, like, was able to clock one of the judges saying, like, that that's their signature style, so don't clock them for that. Mm-hmm. I just... Again, we talked about it the first episode, too. The judges this season are insane. <laughs> They say so many out-of-pocket things the entire season. And when we get to talk about fish and chicks later, we will hear it again. <laughs> These out-of-pocket crazy comments that really don't... I mean, they pro- they probably didn't even play well in 2008. They really do not play well in 2023. Um, it's just really frustrating because... One, they were given a song. I don't even think this is the show's fault. They were given a song that fit their style, that had a video that would not have been too out of pocket for them, right? But it would also be a reasonable challenge because it's a slower beat, right? And that's something that they're not used to. But then when they do their job and they perform successfully, they're still getting critiqued for doing what they were supposed to do. Um, And yeah, Live and Color just, I love them to pieces. They are fantastic. I wanted to punch JC Chazay in the throat. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh lord. I was look, they 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 did they did what needed to be done. I I'll say Correct. that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um however, um the fact that like they were given because like the, the package seemed like they were like really gonna struggle. And then of mm-hmm. course they kind of pulled the red herring as in like they actually did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Which I really don't like how they do that because it's like it, it's it's trying to like set up for them to fail at first. And they are not the only crew this week that got that too. Because when we talk about iconic later, right? I mean, it really did feel like both of those crews got set up a little bit this week in like the way their packages got aired and like the assignment they were given. And yeah, I think Life and Color did a fantastic job, but the judges, I'm gonna be honest here, I don't think MTV wanted Live and Color to win this season. No. And I definitely don't think they wanted Life and Color to be doing as well as they had been doing up until this point. They had been smashing it out of the park every week. Um and spoiler alert, they don't do a bad job next week either. So like it's one of those things where there's only so much they can do. To try to stay in the competition, and if the show's going to try to, I don't want to say rig them out, but like nudge the audience in a particular direction, they're going to do it. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I've I've seen that like a couple times with like other reality TV shows I've watched. Like when it comes mm-hmm. like in, in this like um I guess age of reality TV, because mm-hmm. like when I think back American Idol, like thinking back to like I want to say season seven mm-hmm. when David Cook won, it was just like which David was going to win. So, yeah, they were they were marketing the heck out of that. And also to this I mean also, we could talk about season 8 of American Idol cuz Chris Allen winning over Adam Lambert mm. is crazy. Oh yeah, that um, too. But yeah. but yeah. We digress. So, yeah. Um next up, um we have the Jabawakis and they 
Oh my god, like I was actually so excited for this because um Omarion, this is one of their more famous songs in the show yeah, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like I like I love Omarion and like the fact that they chose this song specifically, I was like okay, like yeah. and you can see like they were like engaged. Like I can tell them like they were like ready to do this. Mm-hmm. And of course, as always, they were like I was in awe, and of course, you can tell the audience and the judges. Like the judges even gave them a standing ovation. Yeah, uh, future judge on America's Best Dance Crew, Omarion, I might add. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so they're performing the Icebox, which, if you were alive in 2008, you remember how big of a deal Icebox was when it came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is probably like their second or third most famous America's Best Dance Crew performance. Um. It's definitely the one that made a lot of people notice them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, they came in with a big reputation, but they didn't do... I don't want to say they were bad, but they weren't, like, amazing, amazing in the first week. Um, this is definitely one that put them, like, pushed them up in the rankings of the average fan. Uh, and gave them more of, like, a identity with the public than just the guys in the mask. Um, and I also think they gave them a really good song to help them do that. Um, Icebox really fits their style. The choreography in Icebox is like very flowy and fluid with some good ISOs for them to hit, which is pretty much Jabberwockies to a T. Um, and yeah, they they were incredible this week. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of those few times where, like, again, if the judges are giving a standing ovation, you know you did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I think if I remember correctly, because I did see the Jabwalkies live when I got to see them in Vegas like years ago. I want to yeah. say it was like it was like ten years ago when I saw them. Yeah. Um, and they did this exact routine in one of their numbers, and I was like, I and I remember I remember too. I was like, so this is where this was from. Yeah, um, they're just incredible. Again, we're not going to tell you anything you don't already know about them if you if you're familiar. They're fantastic. They deserve all the success that they have gotten over the years. And it was really incredible to rewatch this routine again because, I mean, I've seen it 15, 20 times at this point in my life. <laughs> but uh, it, it's always nice because every time I watch it, I notice something new. Um, just, ugh, God, they're so good. I love them so much. And this was, like I said, this is the performance that really put them on the map this season. Uh, and I definitely think this is something that lingered in people's minds as they went on for the rest of the show um so yeah we have finally ended positive talk time <laughs> it's now time for negative talk time. oh dear <laughs> you want to do it i don't want to do it <laughs> okay um <laughs> so we have the next group in the top four breakskate and... somehow some way in the top four yep and they are performing to Get Up by Sierra. Which is a bop, by the way. A bop and a half. Like, good choice. Yeah, Yeah. good choice on UMTV. However, um... Okay, I'm I'm gonna be the one. I I I don't want to be the one. But I'm gonna be the one. Okay? (laughs) So, the choreography for Get Up is not difficult. Okay. It really is. It is intentionally easy because Sierra performs and heals in the song. Okay. It is supposed to be easy to be done. They are complaining so much about how difficult this is on the skates. Okay. 
And I'm like, okay, sure. It probably is not the easiest thing to do on skates, okay? I can barely stand on roller skates, much less actually dance That part, them, that part. Right? But if that is your whole gimmick as a crew, that is your job to make it work, okay? Don't come on the show as break skate if you cannot break in skates. Literally. Literally. Do you want to talk about the grind section or do you want me to? We can we try to, to like, talk about it. We, 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 we can need... try to volley each other for, for, for this because like sounds good. We do need um, to talk about it. No, yeah. Like so they, they get to the grind section and of course like Breakskate was so worried about how like this is too feminine for them and it's like it's a dance move. I'm just saying to be fair, this is before Magic Mike came out, so there's that. That's but like did, did they forget but this is also in a post-step-up society, okay? Mm-hmm. And you are a male dancer, okay? I, I love a good male dancer. Do not get me wrong. But you are telling me you haven't already got enough jokes about you being a girl, okay? I know the life of being a male dancer. At least I did when I was younger, okay? I, I know what that is like, what that environment is like to the outside public, okay? They are going to like you more if you just commit to it instead of making all these excuses, exactly like thinking back to me when i did my dance days like um i just i just did what what the choreographer did for me and i just i like did it perfectly and they were just like how do you do this without like getting ridicule i'm just like because this is what i like to do like it's like if you don't like doing this right and this is something that you're not comfortable with okay go on a different show (laughs) is just all i have to say go on america's got talent where you can pick your own set list and make your own routines you are doing part of this challenge is doing choreography that is not in your comfort zone okay or if it is in your comfort zone doing it at like a different speed or like a different way than you normally would do it and i don't think they got that um, again, this is one of many times this season that we have seen Breakskate attempt a challenge, right? Or attempt a challenge and bend the rules and break the rules and rely on, oh, we're in skates, that's why. And to yet another reason I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, and to be fair, their routine this week was better than last week. I will give them that for sure. But half of that was because it was Sierra's choreography that they had to do for half the routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they they did Sierra's choreography fine. Like I don't know why they were complaining like too much about it. So it was just like, like I get it. Like you when you first started, I was just like this is gonna be too hard to handle. However, however, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you still did it, and um, you got you did get some praise. So uh, the judges have this like weird positive obsession with Breakskate this season as well, and I'm just like. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Next. <laughs> yeah, literally next. Uh, all I'm going to say is this. The fact that they were not even in the bottom four over status quo is criminal after what they did last week. Criminal. That is all. <sighs> so we've went through our top four. So once again, our bottom four this week were iconic, status quo, Fish and Chicks and Fem Five, um, 
And then we find out that Fish and Chicks and Fem 5 are the bottom two. And I'm stunned. I'll be honest. A little um, bit, yeah. Okay, Fem 5, get it? 100%, I agree. Iconic not being in the bottom two over Fish and Chicks? Um, love Iconic. Do not get me wrong, I am a huge fan. But out of this bottom four... Really? Um, how did you again, feel about it, Brandon? Again, choices. 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 Um, okay, I will say this, though. Thank the gods. Status quo, we're not somehow in the bottom two here. No, legit. Because, like, if, if status quo was in the bottom, like, bottom, bottom here, I would have, like, thrown shit. Like, it, no, well, I mean, to be fair, if they were in the bottom here, they probably would have went home. So, that part. I mean, yeah. Um, but this is ridiculous this week. Um, this, like, bottom four on the whole. Ooh. You, oh, you're, you're frozen yeah. for a minute. Yeah, I know. Uh, this bottom four just feels like it's wrong. Um, <laughs> like, it, again, we are biased coming at this from 15 years in the future. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> no, knowing literally. what happens here. But, like, ugh, God. But regardless, let's talk about the performances that happened before the bottom two. Uh, so first up was Iconic. Uh, they are performing to Kiss Kiss by Chris Brown, featuring uh, the monster, a.k.a. T-Pain. And, yeah, love T-Pain. Uh, and if you wanted Iconic to lose all of their personality from the first week, there you go. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. You're not wrong, but I'm just like, wow. <laughs> what happened? Okay, and again... The judges liked this routine, okay? Mm-hmm. But it just, it wasn't iconic. It felt like they were losing part of themselves to appease the judges. And I, I hated that, because they also weren't even in the fedoras. Like, I get not being in the suits every week, but the fedoras are kind of iconic. Literally iconic, so. No, uh, yeah, I, I felt... Actually, me to myself. <laughs> Let's um... go. No, because, like, again, th this thing is sensitive anyways. Um, I was, like, shocked how, like, they they complete, like, a full 180 to what they're used to, which you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't be doing that. So it's just, like, mm -hmm. what was going on? And I was, they, I mean, yes, they did a good job, but at the same time, like, it wasn't to, like, what I thought they were going to give. It, this is going to be such a negative comparison, but just hear me out. It almost was like a better version of Enigma to me. Um, and no. I, and I, okay, no, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, okay? They are infinitely better than Enigma, okay? But, like, the lacking of an identity, the they are doing moves as a dance group. They are not iconic, Right. Um, it didn't feel like anything. It felt like anybody could have been up on stage any of the other crews this season and did the performance that they did. Um, other than the front handsprings that the ladies did, that was lit. But like, oh, Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was great. And I have no problems with them like branching out and stepping out of their box, but you got to keep some part of yourself in it when they do that. And, I mean, the judges didn't like their Broadway-ish, so I get why they liked it, but I love that about them. That's one of the reasons I'm a fan. And this is just one of those times where I feel like they just 
understood the assignment a little too well. They just did the assignment. They just didn't add their own flair. Exactly. Because the assignment, if you, I'm direct quoting off of Wikipedia here, is each crew was given a different music video containing a dance sequence, which they had to perform while maintaining their own style. Iconic didn't do that. They didn't maintain that style. And as much as they performed that section from the video very well, and I'll admit, the actual routine itself was solid from top to bottom. It wasn't iconic. And that's the reason I wasn't a huge fan of this one. Hmm, yeah. It's unfortunate because, like, again, we I love Iconic, but at the same time, it's like this week they were dis- it was a bit disappointing. So, mm-hmm. but next, <laughs> do we do we discuss the racial stereotyping of Status Quo? <laughs> because, <laughs> oh lord, they got so screwed this week. They were so screwed. So not only are they the only crew to not get a song from this decade when the show came out, because this, again, 2008, everyone else got a song from this decade. They got a song from the, like, early 90s, which I'm assuming everyone has heard of You Can't Touch This, right, by MC Hammer, right? This came out barely in 1990. It got recorded in 89, okay? So over a decade old, over 15 years old at this point, okay? Imagine a crew on like a, two, a 2023 version of America's Best Dance Crew getting a song from 2008. I'm just saying. Um, the outfits they were given this week were. Brandon, finish this. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You talk about it. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm like on the same boat as you are because I'm just like. What? <laughs> that? No. Can we get? Can we get Pip up, please? This is a Pip up it, moment. It's not there. It's actually not there anymore. So. Oh, that's unfortunate. I miss it, you, Pip. It's okay. That's fine. We'll get him eventually. But. But if I, I'll I, be I can honest, grab, I can grab him on my bed. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Brandon's screen is the correct answer here. It's just. There we go. Pip up. Why? There we go. Why? 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 Um, okay, and on top of all of that, <laughs> you're right. And on top of all of that, right? We have to deal with the fact that they weren't very good this week either. Yeah, dude, this is probably the sloppiest routine this week. Um, that's saying something. Brickskate was here. Um, you have. I don't remember who it was, but one of them did the back flip off the back, landed flat on his face. Um, guy in the front and center when they start doing the running man completely misses his cue. It is really awkward, not clean at all. Um, and their stunts are good, like usual. Their stunts are always great, but like stunts only take you so far. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, they were. It, it I, a lot was going on. I was just like, like yes, there were like it's and bits that were fine, but like overall, I was just like, what the hell happened? Like the guy after doing the worm, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. after what they had last week, which I was like gung ho about. Now it's just like, mm-hmm. now what? So, yeah, status quo is definitely one of those crews that, you know, for a lot of people, like after the first week, we talked about it. They were fantastic in week one, 
And then they just nosedived this week. Uh, and it was kind of hard to watch, I'll be honest, outside of that really good worm that happened in this regime. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of can't remember anything good about it other than that. Um, and that's unfortunate because they are one of the screws that I look back really fondly on. Um, but yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention this during Break Skate's routine. I am so sorry, but this is something I felt important enough to go back for. Um, do you remember the windmill arms? <laughs> it's not even a why. Okay, no. This is a, like... Can you flip the squid, the octopus, over real quick? Just like, invert the octopus on your mic oh, real quick? yes, yes. <laughs> This is an inverted octopus sad face moment, okay? <laughs> this no, is literally. me right now. I am the octopus, okay? These arms were enough for me to put them in the bottom one this week. <laughs> <laughs> of that alone, okay? Like, if we ever did GIFs, uploaded GIFs as, like, reaction images, right? We, we can, can get technically. We can technically. I know. We need to get one with just break skate arms. Because that's like... Oh no. It's so sloppy. Um, like, again, Pee-wee hip-hop competition. Yeah. Ugh, God, I, sorry for going back for that. No, no, like, that, 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 was, that was a good, like, sidetrack because it was just like... Like yes, this was bad, but of course, let's go back. Let's go back to something worse. I was just like, we can have this. Yeah, <laughs> truly. All right, so we have went through our safe cruise. It's now time for our bottom two. So we have fish and chicks in fin five. Um, keep the sad face. Fish and chicks should not be here. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I'm keeping um, it this way, so that's fine. Truly, truly. Um, so fish and chicks are given. Okay. Also, should we discuss? something else that this does not give the best optics it doesn't give the best optics however i mean true i mean look at the crews that are on this season right five of them sorry four of them are all male right jabba briggsgate status quo um no sorry three of them are all male jabba briggsgate status quo right then you got a lot of crews that are mi- uh, mixed gender. So you have Common Water and Live in Color, uh, Iconic, um, Enigma all had at least one female in their group. They're all co ed, yes. Yes, co ed, thank you. Um, and then Fisher Chicks and Fem 5 are the only two all female crews on this season. Okay, not counting the casting special, which we didn't watch the casting special. Um, when you have that happen, where after the first week of voting, the bottom two crews are the two all-female groups. Uh, interesting optics from America in 2020 and 2008. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is something that would happen pretty consistently. Uh, season three, there was an all-female group. They were in the bottom five times. And not in the bottom four, the bottom two, five times. Um, you look at season four, there was a group, a female group that was in the bottom three times. Like, this is something that happens over and over and over again on this show. Um, and it is disappointing because I definitely think that at least one of these groups did not deserve to be in the bottom. 
and I am aggravated. <laughs> no, I'm aggravated as well, because um, if I were to pick, again, I didn't think Fish and Chicks even deserved to be in the bottom. I would have put Fish and Chicks at a solid either fourth or fifth this week. Uh, I think they're, like, right there with Jabba for me. Like, I could put one of them fourth and mm-hmm, one of them fifth. Yeah, like, if, uh, if, for, we, were, if we were to, week, like, yeah. if we were to look at it, yeah, I, I could have actually could have agreed that Jabberwockies and Fish and Chicks could have, like, switched at some point. Yeah. Like, yeah, fourth and fifth around there. Like, I, I can yeah. I can see that. So For me, the top three were Cop and Water and Live and Color status quo from week one, right? Mm-hmm. And then either Jabba or Fish and Chicks for fourth and fifth. Six would have been iconic, and the bottom two would have been Break Skate and Fem 5. We didn't get anything close to that, and I think it's really telling that the two of us are on basically the exact same page when it comes to this entire thing um that you know ret- hindsight is 2020 i guess and hindsight is 2023 right now so um yeah so fish and chicks get their perform their song they are given freakum dressed by beyonce yes Other- uh, we are also coming off of uh drag race all-stars 8 <laughs> where where they did freakum dress well, they did freaking dress, and at the time it was kind of new because B Day. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did B Day come out in 2007 or 2008? Uh, 2006. 2006. Yeah, 2006. So um, fa- fairly yeah. recent at that at, for that point. So yeah. Um, but not only are they dra- dancing in dresses, they're also being forced to dra- dance in heels. Um, we'll talk about the critiques after we discuss them five, but. Dear Lord, the critiques they got this week were awful. No, they were um, awful. But um, what I loved about it, though, was the fact that mm-hmm. all their heels were gold. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird to think, because like they were wearing like colored tops, but like the gold heels, like... Mm-hmm. They made them look like a million bucks. I know, here's the thing. It didn't even match their tops, but the fact that they all wore it didn't even mm-hmm. ma- make it matter. Yeah, um... The actual routine was phenomenal. Uh, this is the routine they're remembered for. If people talk about fish and chicks on ABDC, it's always about freakum dress. Mm. Um, I really like specifically the section where they are dancing to freakum dress because it does suffer from the ABDC problem of doing mix-ins at the end for no reason. Um, but that's whatever that mix-in was after the freakum dress part. That clap, what you bump, clap, clap, what you, that part. Mm-hmm. was so awful for my ears to hear. <laughs> uh, okay, not Fish and Chicks' fault. They do not mix this, but... Ugh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were so good. Um, I loved it. I, I just liked it too much. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the too much. <laughs> too much. Okay. Do you want to talk about it now? Because Shane especially jc a little bit but shane especially their comments made me uncomfy yeah i yeah <laughs> why just why again it, do it, I, again do it, i need to say it, more do i need I, to say just more? if you want to watch it we will yeah, why we will link the playlist in the description on this episode or post a comment or something for it um if you want to watch this, this is the uh, the a video is Fish and Chicks and Fen Five uh, music video challenge video on the playlist. It's near the beginning. Watch it, 
and listen to the judges' comments, and you will understand exactly what we are talking about. We do not want this video to get suppressed. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> yeah. So then, Ben 5 rounds us off for the evening, performing to Hollow Bat Girl by Gwen Stefani. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Like, again, fine. not blown away, but um, they worked with what they did, and I'm not mad at it. So. They at least successfully did the challenge so yes. there's that mm -hmm. um which i will say three other crews this week did not do that so props to fem5 but at this point i think we all kind of figured what was gonna happen um now granted this performance was infinitely better than their performance from last week oh by yeah, far. tenfold tenfold but like you're coming off of Fish and Chicks, who had a really good week, even if they're in the bottom, had a very good performance this week, versus you all who were barely safe last week, and this week your performance was, like, good. There was just no way for them to stick around, and we did end up losing Fem 5 here, which... Okay, I'll be blunt. No major loss, but I do feel bad. I feel like they were kind of hitting their stride a little bit, and then they just, it was just a little too little too late. Yeah. I mean, with the whole voting factor, it's like mm -hmm. are already like taking them a toll for them. So, which is like, I felt bad. Like, I feel bad for them because, like, each, like, the fact that it's like a, through a voting system where it's just like, yeah, like you're still going to perform, but it's, mm -hmm. The results are still based on last week. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Uh... Okay, so before we wrap it up for the evening, uh, Brandon, what was your performance of the night? Uh, my performance of the night... Um, oh, that's it's, it's tough. If I had to pick... Um, I think it was Live in Color this week. Hmm. What did you say, Brandon? I first for a second there. Hmm. Oh, um, I, I said live in color. That's a very good shout. Uh, my performance of the week, I'm not going to lie, even if I love Cobb and Modern with all of my heart, um, my performance of the week was Fish and Chicks to Freaking Dress. I definitely think it is like peak America's Best Dance Career around this time for me. Um, honorable mention to Jabberwockies as well. No, Jabberwockies like, impressed me. So, like, um, yeah. Uh, like with with Cabo Modern, yes, um, they did what needed to be done. But in my humble opinion, for this week, it was like Live and Color was it for me. And then of course, mm -hmm. Fish and Chicks is a very close second. And then very honorable mention is Jabberwockies. Yeah, uh, my top three would have been Live and Color, Cabo Modern. Uh, sorry, Fish and Chicks, Live and Color, Cabo Modern. With Jabberwockies getting that like barely off of top three for me. Um, and I can be one hundred with you. Uh, going into next week, episode three, uh, we are covering actually episode three and episode four. Since we've already lost two of the crews, we're going to have a little bit less time, less things to talk about. Uh, so we're going to cover a few episodes at a time from now on, uh, going up until we get to uh, the finale episode uh, area. Um, so next week, we're going to talk about our top seven. Uh, they will be doing the Dance Craze Challenge. They're given a popular song that has like a dance associated with it think like soldier boy or something of that nature uh and they have to they also get an additional challenge within that as well 
Uh, and then the week after that is my favorite challenge in the history of the entire show. And I am so excited to talk about it. Um, so we shall, you shall see. You'll see it. You'll see it. Um, but regardless, uh, if you are watching this lovely thing, then you have found our Cup TV channel. So if you could go ahead and press that subscribe button uh, down below, we are this close to 100 subs on the, our second channel. Uh, if you're into RuPaul's Drag Race, go to our About section on our channel or check the description down below. Go over there, give us a subscription. We just crossed 1,000 subscribers over there. Woot woot. Um, so if you want to check out our content, we literally cover every international franchise of Drag Race and the Moss, because why not? Uh, so if you want to go over and check out that stuff, go ahead and give us a sub over there. Turn on that notification bell, and you'll be notified about all of our Drag Race content. And over here, if you're into, like, Big Brother... Uh, America's Best Dance Crew, if you're interested in the Challenge USA for whatever reason, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and subscribe over here. We also got other refill series coming out on a regular basis, like Project One Way. We got Survivor com Survivor Kageon coming out right now. So if you're interested in any of that, give us a subscribe, and you'll get some lovely notifications about when we're live and support the channel. And if you want to buy any of your cup merch, we don't have the cup mug in front of us right now because I'm a dumb dumb and left it in my hometown and Brandon's is downstairs. Go to lanagecreations.etsy.com. You'll find all of your lovely cup merch. Link in the link in the ticker, link in the description. Uh, link in literally every cup video in the last six months. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and then if you want to follow us on Twitter at the cup pod and follow both of us individually at Twitter as well because we are delightful. Um, and yeah, we'll be back for more America's Best Dance Crew in two weeks' time. Remember, next Tuesday, we are going to have uh, two more episodes of the Challenge USA to cover. So it's going to be off and on until Challenge USA wraps up, and then it'll just be America's Best Dance Crew from the on out. How was that, Brandon? That. Yes, that, very that. Because um, <laughs> let's just say that um, with, when it comes to trying to do the Challenge Weekly, because when it used to be um, two episodes a week, now it's like kind of dragging, because now it's like once a week now, because... What the heck is the CBS schedule? <laughs> I mean, okay, let's be honest. Okay, Lana and I did the last episode of the Challenge USA because Brandon was busy playing Pokemon. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the DLC came out. I'm not judging. Um, to break and... the fourth wall, if the um, DLC came out, like, like while we were recording, I was just like, I need to stream this. So they were just like, you do you. I was like, okay, work. So Exactly. Um, but yeah. But, um, Hopefully we are wrapping up the season of the Challenge USA very soon because I don't know how much more I can take. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're interested in the rest of that, come up back next week to see that. And the week after that will be more America's Best Dance Crew for you. Tons of other stuff can be posted here and on the other channel all the time. Uh, so yeah, um, I think I did everything else. So um, you want to say it, Brandon? Yep. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Goodbye what now. are you still doing here? Like, we're about to leave as well. So goodbye yeah. now. Shouts to Cobble Modern. <laughs> yes.